At its core, healthcare is about people. While the patients are always at the centre of care, that care is delivered by hardworking, passionate people that want to make the world a better place by helping others. The Clinical Excellence Showcase 2019 delved deeper into the people behind the care because it is their dedication, innovative spirit and a desire to give back that keeps our system running. These are the real people delivering remarkable healthcare. Picture yourself lying on a cold, hard single bed in a darkened room, illuminated by the glow of monitors and stark fluorescent lighting creeping under the curtain. A nurse gently nudges you awake, affectionately apologetic to take your observations and ensure you're getting better. They leave, once more apologising for breaking your rest. Just as you settle back into a light slumber, the nurse returns. Once again, they apologise and undertake the next round of observations. On and on it goes throughout the night. But what if it doesn't have to be like that anymore? My name's Adam Scott. I'm from the Metro North value-based healthcare team. And I'm here today with Dr. Sean Keogh and Annette Tones. We're at the lovely Kilcoy Hospital. And today we are focusing on doing what's best for patients. And one of the key areas that we're looking at in value-based healthcare is wireless vital sign monitoring. So what is wireless vital sign monitoring? It's a real mouthful, but basically we have the capability for patients to now wear wearable sensors which wirelessly upload to a tablet at the patient's bedside so that we get continuous real-time vital sign monitoring. This system has the capability to be able to then wirelessly upload to the electronic medical record so the patient's records are constantly updated. Now the potential for this is endless and we see real capabilities with a lot of our rural and remote areas whereby wearing these sensors we have the capability to be able to monitor patients remotely if they're located in regional or rural areas from a, a, a different location. So the nursing team and the medical staff can actually get onto their iPads or iPhones and be able to see their patients' real-time vital signs from anywhere within the state. We've got our consumer, Ned, who's here all hooked up with our gear. I'm going to hand over to Annette to talk about the equipment and how it functions and works. There's a little bit of a sticker going on over here, not much bigger than a Band-Aid. Two electrodes here, one that does um, looks at the heart, does a single lead ECG, looks at your regularity and your rate and a temperature probe underneath that feeds from the axilla. A SATS probe is over here or a pulse ox that's attached like a bit like a wristwatch. These last for probably a little while, but the beauty of these is that you get real-time monitoring. So for example, if you've got a patient or a consumer that's um, had a fall, quite often by the time they've gone horizontal and you've taken care of them, it could be five minutes before you um, do a set of vitals. The beauty of this is that you get before during and after to get some very accurate data that will inform the care that you're going to provide for this patient and let you know more about the causes for why they might have fallen or whatever. Um, yeah, I really like it. And I think also the patient experience is really superior with this equipment, I mean from the nursing perspective especially. Two things nurses hate doing, 
waking patients up at the night time to do their observations and then waking doctors up to come and see to them. Yeah, that as well. Uh, so this is just really lovely. Patients can sleep during the night. You can put a cuff on before they go to sleep and you don't have to worry about them getting woken up and irritable or, or maybe giving you a quick jam because you've woken them up unexpectedly. Yeah. And I think especially the efficiency that we, which we can carry with patients like this, again, especially from the nursing perspective, of uh, being able to do things, you know, patient care, talking to patients, talking to their families, not necessarily having to do manual tasks at the same time. I can see a lot of time being saved doing this with regard to, to nursing and the care that we provide to our patients. It takes a long time to date, take your, your OBS cart, which is a trip hazard that clutters up the, the hospital corridors. Having to take it from one patient, put it on, monitor your patient, take it off, clean it all up, and then take it to the next patient, and having to share that equipment between 20-odd beds on the ward. The beauty of this is that the patient has his own equipment or her own equipment. It stays with that person while they're here with us. They don't have to share it with anybody else, so infection control is just beautifully taken care of from that perspective. It's accurate data. You don't have to worry about transcription um, errors with, with the documentation. I just think it's and mobility. Quite often we go outside with our carts into the gardens because Kilcoy is a lovely place. We've got gardens and pergolas for patients to sit in, and often we've got to go and look for them to do their observations. They'll have them with them when they go. And what I really like from the medical perspective is the fact that if there is a clinical deterioration, we know pretty much straight away, and that's different from having episodic observations where the patient may be going off and you don't even know about it. And also, if there is a clinical issue, we can go backwards. Mm. We can look at the last few seconds, the last minute, the last hour, the last few hours. It gives us a lot of information as to what happened before the event occurred. And although this is Metro North, obviously a huge HHS, this is still a rural facility. And I think being in a rural facility, this kind of thing has other benefits around staffing, for instance. Oh, well, you know, we have a, don't have a lot of, um, or a large staffing pool here. Um, staff have to cover the gaps. Having you know more time available to provide more care with you know not only looking after the patients that we have on the ward but we've got an emergency department over here that we have to care for. Long weekends, public holidays, we can get very very busy in this space with the limited resources that we've got. It's much easier to maintain accurate data with the patients that we've got sitting in these beds um, instead of trying to play catch up. Yeah, we love it. So Adam. And the capability, to, every bedside has a tablet at their bedside, so a, a nurse can come in at any stage and see what's going on, but this also links up to the nurse's dashboard at their nursing station so they can see exactly what is happening to all of the 20 beds here at Kilcoy Hospital. So we're really excited over the next eight months we'll be conducting a pilot here at Kilcoy to, to evaluate how effective and efficient this is from a patient experience and a staff experience perspective. Uh, to be able to detect the deteriorating patient earlier uh, and be able to improve that patient experience. Mm. So if uh, anyone would like to come out here to Kilcoy and, and see the equipment in action, we'd be more than happy to, uh, to be able to support that. But we'd like to open up if you have any questions at the showcase now, we'd be happy to take them. Some of the questions that have come up previously, Michael, and I know you're all over these, are around the, uh, the data safety. So yep. all of this sits behind the hospital firewall so it sits on a Queensland Health server, and at the end of each patient stay, these bedside tablets are completely deleted and wiped, so there's no crossover between patients, but it all sits behind the hospital firewall, behind the server. And that data can travel with the patient, so for inter-hospital transfers as well, that data can go if, to the other hospital, and all of the data around this patient stay with us can go with them to wherever they're going from there. 
so that if the patient travels from here at Kilcoy to Caboolture Emergency, yeah. they can take a tablet with them, with all the data, so that when they arrive at, at Caboolture Emergency, you can the doctors there can go back through all the data and you know, see exactly what's been going on. Yeah. Got a couple of questions down the front. Hi, Adam. Jodie Paxton here. We're a couple of old ICU nurses looking at that with, you know, just complete awe. I'm interested, I'm all about the money this week for some reason, and I'm interested in the cost, particularly of the disposables. So the disposables, uh, it's a very good question. The disposables last for three to five days. And so each a package weight costs about, and we're still working this out with procurement, so we can't officially say what the pricing is, but it's around... $90 per system to be able to put on a patient for a five-day stay. Adam, it's Graeme Philippi from Patreon as well. I'm curious about uh, the wireless range. If the patient gets up to go to the toilet or walk outside with family, how far will it, how far will the wireless travel? Hang on a second, we're just getting confirmation. So it, it ranges from between three and 10 metres. One more question, and you can uh, monitor rhythm can you get an ecg out of it as well from yes we can we get a single lead ecg out of it i'm helen a consumer and i'd like to say good day to the other consumer and ask them how they find the equipment and the whole experience oh look the equipment is uh fantastic in regards to having the experience of being poked and prodded in the middle of the night versus not being poked and prodded i'll take this every day of the week um, I certainly feel comfortable that I'm being monitored on, a, on an ongoing basis, uh, so I think it's fantastic. Elizabeth Garrigan from HRU, thanks very much. I'm interested in inter-hospital transfers. If you are transferring your patient to RBWH, can RBWH see the data in some way or how can it be transferred? You talked about it going with the patient, but prior to transfer, can the data be seen? Yeah, that, there is that capability so that anything that is on here can be viewed by any of the partner hospitals. It's just a matter of being able to link into the system. So we can have one of these devices with the patient and one at Royal Brisbane or Caboolture or Prince Charles or Redcliffe so that when it, the patient goes across, that data will automatically transfer so that it will go to the next system that is in that um, receive, receiving hospital. I'm Elizabeth Fernandez from Diabetes Services. Just inquiring whether the system can support continuous blood glucose monitoring as well, because that's another thing that people wake the patient up to check all night. Yeah, not at this stage. It doesn't have that capability, but this is what we want to listen and learn from, from everybody that's utilising the system to work out what the gaps are and what we can actually get that, that add-on to value-add to this program. Oh, hi there. Um, this is Adam Brand from the Gold Coast. I was wondering what your visualisation tool is for the equivalent of our QADs and Qt on the machine. So this system will be programmed with the QADs tool with it. Uh, that's part of the process that we're looking at with the pilot so that we're, instead of using a UK early warning system, we're actually using the Queensland system and we're in discussion with the QADs team at the moment to get that implemented into the system. Uh, hi, it's Loretta from Gold Coast. I was just wondering, is there any capability to link in with IMR? Yes, and that's the big one for us. That's where we are really excited. The, the system is, can be fully integrated with the IMR so that it's giving the real-time activity. How it does that in moving in the future, because obviously getting second-by-second second data and implementing that into the IMR will take up a lot of space. So we're working out how that will currently sit and work. 
Hi, it's uh, Priscilla from QE2 Hospital Metro South. Just checking for our cardiac patients, does it have the capability to do lying, standing blood pressures, and left and right arm blood pressures? Yes. Yeah, it does. Look, the, the, it's attached to a blood pressure cuff here, so you could obviously put that on either arm or not. The patient can be totally mobile with the system, so without the blood pressure cuff, Neil could go gallivanting around the hospital. If you wanted to do lying and standing blood pressure, simple, do it now while he's lying down, and then when he's standing up ready to go, do another one before you let him loose. Uh, Steve Flickner Brown from the Wide Bay. Um, we've all seen those uh, movement artefacts and uh, loose, loose uh, uh, electrodes. What's the false alarm rate? Ooh, have a wriggle. Let's look at the ECG. Can we zoom in on the, on the ECG that we've got running up here? And let's have you do a bit of wriggling and squiggling and we'll have a look and see what happens. Oh my goodness. There's not too much artefact going on there. Do a bit of CPR. Give CPR. <laughs> I guess the fact that it's a single, it's a, just a single ECG, it's not 12 leads, it's not, not the 24 leads, it hasn't been invented yet. So it's probably not going to pick up that much artifact. I think at the end of the day, this is, it's a basic monitoring system at the moment. It's not invasive blood pressures, it's not 24, uh, it's not a 12 lead ECGs. Um, but what we need in a rural facility like this is this basic pressure, pressure monitor, uh, blood pressure, saturation, heart rate and temperature. And although it monitors the heart, it's not a cardiac monitor per se. So, But the capability moving forward, yeah. the, at the European Society of Cardiology recently, they came out with an 18-lead ECG stick-on wireless patch, which we are already in discussion with to look at how we can integrate it with this sort of system. So this is really the first step to launching ourselves into the hospitals of the future, and it's just a baby step at the moment uh, to keep it simple. Because uh, obviously change, you know, this is a big change to how our nursing workflow will work, so we want to take it step by step and, and work together and unite the clans to really try and get some great outcomes and, and take us to those next steps so that we are, are able to provide this on a much broader spectrum. Well, look, we're going to have to wrap it up there, Adam and crew. First of all, thanks for a great presentation. I'm so grateful the technology's worked. Thanks to you. This podcast was produced by Clinical Excellence Queensland. To continue the conversation, follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify.